often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 214? Really? Really? Sure it's not like 219? Yeah, anyway, I'm your host Josh Albrecht, and I'm solo tonight. Nobody else is up in here. Maybe I'll get a phone call. Maybe I won't. So this makes only the second time I've uh, done this by myself, so... uh, could be interesting. I'm, I'm pretty jacked up as far as energy goes, so hopefully I can keep this ball rolling. Well, uh, welcome to the show, of course, and uh, I am, I, I didn't mention I am sitting in inside the clitoris. Uh, Muffin Man is uh, not here. Uh, he's pulling a double shift, so that's always exciting. Good, fun stuff. Uh, and, uh, well, uh, as far as uh, I think I'd mentioned on the show before that uh, I was going to go see uh, Young Frankenstein in the uh, movie theaters, which uh, I did uh, happen to go do uh, last Wednesday with uh, my good friend Todd. Uh, Toddy and I went and saw that uh, at uh, Gravoy Bluffs, uh, Regal, the Regal Theater there at Gravoy Bluffs, and uh, it was exciting. It was not the. It was the. Uh, only time I've ever actually seen it on the theater. I mean, obviously I wasn't. Uh, well, I don't know, obviously, but I'm not. I'm not old enough to have been around uh, for the uh, original release to theaters for Young Frankenstein. Uh, I'm not quite that old, but uh, anywho, uh, so it was the first time I got to see it uh, on the big screen, and uh, <coughs> anywho. Um, we we went there. Now I I had noticed when I looked up the uh, the showing that there was a intro by Mel Brooks, but I failed to notice that it was a live intro. I did not realize that they were going to stream the move, the intro for the movie uh, to the movie theaters. And uh, we arrived at the theater. By the way, it's a very nice theater. If you have not been there, there over in Fenton, Missouri, and the Gravoy Bluffs. Uh, but uh, they've got like the real cushion cushion chairs and it's good stuff. And uh, this o- this is only about probably the third time I've been to that theater really. But uh, we went there and we get into the <laughs> we get in in the theater itself and we're sitting there and uh, like they uh, it was a little strange. They had on the on the screen, it's just a, a graphic saying uh, "Young Frankenstein" on it, and then it had some like uh, music, and then they played some. Uh, they put some questions up, uh, like trivia questions about Young Frankenstein up. And then we happened to notice that uh, the on the screen there was uh, what looked to be a guide for a satellite, like they were running off satellite, which was a little strange. We didn't know, realize it, like, oh, that was weird. It just kind of popped up real quick, and then went away. So we're like, are they just running this off a satellite? <laughs> um, <laughs> so already that was a little strange. But then uh, they started actually playing the movie, which with no intro to Mel Brooks, the movie starts playing. But then it's 
they had music going, but it wasn't the music that actually like went with the film of the the uh like it was and it had weird sound effects, but there was no dialogue and people were getting very irate <laughs> cuz they couldn't they weren't uh the audio wasn't there uh, as far as uh the the voices and uh the dialogue all that kind of stuff and you know these are the people that were there it wasn't a sold out show but there was a there's a decent amount of people there and like everybody there i don't think there might have been a few people there that you know had not seen young frankenstein before but the majority of the people were there because they loved the movie you know gene wilder just passed away obviously um what was that like a month ago or so but uh people were were pumped you know they were going to see young young frankenstein in the theater again and uh and then they're playing the movie but we can't can't hear the sound and it's <laughs> not a great way to see the movie and uh, of course, people started going out front asking, you know, very, I, I'm, I didn't go out front. I don't know how irate they were when they were talking to the employees there at the, the Regal Theater there. But uh, I imagine there were some very upset people as <laughs> we started discussing amongst the group of people inside the theater. And uh, like, you know, what, you know, what's going on? This is this is bullshit. <laughs> well, nobody from the theater uh, that worked there came in and it explained to us what was going on. But apparently the deal was since they were live streaming, uh, the intro by Mel Brooks that, uh, they were having issues with live stream. And apparently this was nationwide. It was not just the Gravoy bluffs theater there. And, uh, so like everybody across the country that was trying to watch young Frankenstein, they were, I don't know if they saw the movie, but I know that there was uh, problems seeing the video for Mel Brooks. Eventually, like the the sound started coming in, but we could hear Mel Brooks talk, but they were still playing the movie, <laughs> which was very distracting and and, and annoying. Well, eventually, they had told one of the uh, people that had gone out front from the audience. They had told them what was going on and and there was information like slowly trickling in after about 15 minutes or so <laughs> of this movie playing, which is, it seems like an eternity of watching a movie with no with the, not the dialogue or sound or any of that from the actual movie. It, it seems like a really long time, but uh, yeah, they were having problems with the feed. And then the last couple minutes of the intro, they finally got the, the video for with Mel Brooks talking with the audio and they did they did of course play the movie it it started at like seven or so yeah i think it was seven o'clock was uh when we first uh got in there and they started playing and the movie wasn't actually supposed to start till seven thirty, which which it did it t- it started at seven thirty, and that was that was all good but like uh they did give us free passes at the end which was awesome but they <laughs> in hindsight like they could have really sent some an employee from there should have gone in there and, and like explained to us what was going on because I was wondering if people were going to start riot. I mean, it wasn't quite riot, but there was people who were getting very upset about this. It it was it was kind of entertaining in a way, but uh, yeah, it was the first time I had even watched the movie all the way through since shit probably like fifteen years or so, maybe even longer, twenty. I don't know. It's been a long time, but uh, I'd forgotten about a lot of stuff and uh, just how great like Marty Feldman was in there. He he almost steals the show. 
Like, uh, like Gene Wilder, of course, is great. Like, phenomenal. But uh, <laughs> Marty Feldman, and if you're unfamiliar with uh, Young Frankenstein and realize it's an older movie now, but uh, Marty Feldman, uh, well, the whole the whole plot of the movie is, of course, uh, Gene Wilder plays uh, Frederick uh, Frankenstein, as he likes to be uh, called, because uh, his great-grandfather was Victor Frankenstein, who uh, created the Frankenstein monster. And, uh, of course, uh, <laughs> Gene Wilder doesn't want to be associated with uh, uh, Frankenstein, the Frankenstein monster and all of that stuff. He's a scientist, but he's, you know, like, oh, my grandfather was a, a lunatic and everything. Well, uh, in the beginning of the film, of course, uh, they start out with uh, Victor uh, Frankenstein's corpse, and they're taking, uh, I guess, his will out of his hands. And uh, in his will, he uh, was, I guess, leaving things to uh, to Frederick uh, if he would... I guess continue on the family work, but uh, and then it, of course it he goes to the uh, the castle, uh, the Frankenstein castle, and the but uh, Marty Feldman plays uh, Igor as a <laughs> Gene Wilder goes to Marty Feldman and like uh, oh you must be Igor and he's like no it's pronounced Igor, <laughs> but uh, Marty Feldman's great. I I mean. <laughs> He's like the opposite of cross-eyed. His eyes are almost like uh, they have ma- uh, polar opposite magnets to where they're just facing the op- opposite directions. Uh, Mel Brooks has always made the joke that if you want to hide from Artie Feldman, you just uh, touch your nose to his and he'll never see you. Because <laughs> you're right in the middle of his eyes, he'll never see you. But, uh, yeah, that guy was, uh, that was a really good. And I think possibly... The best scene with Marty Feldman's, at least, was uh, there's a scene where Madeline Kahn comes up to, uh, enters the castle. She's getting there, and he's taking her bags and taking her to the castle, and uh, he uh, <laughs> he starts attacking her, like, with, uh, like, biting. She's wearing a, a fox skin, I guess is what it is. It's some kind of animal skin with the actual head on it, like, around uh, her shoulders, and he starts, like, chewing on the... Uh, on the fox head. <laughs> I don't know it's just really really funny, but uh I think the film definitely holds up and there's uh even though it's it's a uh, like a spoof or an homage really to the old Frankenstein movie or just horror movies in general like the Bela Lugosi era. Um <clears throat> but it's it's definitely uh like there's not they don't make much references to, you know, that time period and everything to where people may not know what's going on if they're, they're not living during that time. But, uh, it, it was awesome. like seeing it again. I like, I like actually going to the theater and seeing black and white movies. Like I don't want to watch much in the way black and white films normally, but I don't know on the big screen. Uh, it just looks good. looks great. Uh, so yeah, that was uh young Frankenstein and, uh, that was uh that was that um now la- last night i did have a little uh bit of pre halloween fun where, where it was uh, uh jackman my my roommate is uh his son marcellus so they had a birthday party for him uh uh he uh, turned 6 back in uh what was that a week or two weeks ago anywho 
uh, September 26th, I believe. Um, they had his birthday party for him, and here lately they've the the last year they started doing a, a Halloween themed birthday party since it's so so close to uh, October his birthday, and uh, it turned out really well. Scaring kids always a good idea. Well, in regards to Halloween, you know maybe this whole killer clown or crazy clowns, creepy clowns that uh, <laughs> that might get you shot. Um, if it's not around Halloween, I think you're good. Good if it's Halloween, but uh, so they they did another uh, haunted house thing for his birthday party uh, yesterday, and uh, I made a quick stop into Johnny Brock's to uh, make a purchase of a mask. I wanted something real scary because uh, I want to leave a <laughs> a lifelong scarring mark on these young children. Um, <laughs> Cause it's just fun, um, but uh, I, I there was a, a couple of masks. I had a bit of a toss up. Uh, there was a devil mask that looked pretty nice, but it was a bit more expensive than uh, what I ended up settling on. Now there was a, a pumpkin head that uh, that was uh, pretty pretty nice looking, and like they had the venom from uh, Spider Man. And it had the the tongue with like saliva coming off it. I really like that one, but I didn't have anything that I could wear with a venom thing. It's not like I had a venom suit. And uh, the devil head. It seemed like perhaps I could wear you know anything with a devil head, but uh, I ended up settling on a, a Nazi zombie mask. <laughs> Though honestly, I try to avoid Nazi things because uh, I used to watch a lot of Nazi. Uh, anything on the like the history channel the history i like i'm big into world war Two, and uh <laughs> muffin man used to give me a lot of shit for uh call me uh nazi josh and things because i was just and i wasn't just into the nazi look i i i am not pro nazi just to be just to be clear <laughs> though they all they seem like the perfect villain to me i mean i did grow up in the day and age of uh like when uh, Indiana Jones came out, you know, he keeps fighting Nazis and a lot of the movies then in the 80s that were uh, fighting Nazis. Um, but uh, anyway, so I was like, eh, maybe I really should steer away from the Nazi zombie mask. But then again, I love Nazi zombies. That's, you know, one of my favorite parts of Call of Duty is killing Nazi zombies. Killing the other zombies just not as fun. It's There's something very gratifying to killing Nazis. But... Uh, and I'm a huge huge fan of uh, the Dead Snow movies, like especially that first one. That one's classic. Second one, pretty decent. But uh, anywho, uh, so I I go with the the Nazi zombie mask. And uh, granted, like these are it, it's a pretty uh, gory mask. I mean, it's a pretty decent mask. It was I want to say like. $54, something like that. It was a pretty good quality mask. Um, didn't actually have a swastika on it, but it, I mean, they might as well have. It had the eagle holding something. You couldn't really see a swastika on there, and it had the SS Death's head uh, and the skull with the two bones behind it with that, and it had like the SS, pretty much an SS hat minus a swastika and uh, a zombie face. And like a, all the flesh around the uh, teeth were gone and everything the teeth are still there but i mean it it, lo- it looked pretty good though it was really good quality um <laughs> but uh i always i just 
I don't know what it is. It's just so fun to scare children. And when I first got there, um, it was still daylight, and they were going to wait until dark to uh, do the haunted house part. So I'm hiding my mask inside my my hoodie so they would not get a sneak peek. I didn't want them to see it in the daylight. It seemed like uh, they'd know what they were up against. So and there, but there were some children that noticed I was hiding something. There was some stuff sticking. Obviously, I looked like I was pregnant, and there was something like sticking out from underneath my hoodie. Um, the, <laughs> the little girl uh, Maddie, she was calling me out like, "Let's see that mask!" and like, "Come on, like scare us!" And uh, I think the funniest part too, like when we did get around to like when they uh, they started started the haunted house. A lot of the kids just didn't want to go in there, especially the younger ones. They were scared, but. Uh, the kids that were like, oh, you're not scary, you're not scary. And, like, uh, when they were in there, they would say, like, I, you're not scary at all. And the ones that would say that, you know, I'd walk up to them real quiet without saying anything and just keep staring at them, walk closer, and they just they get more and more scared. <laughs> the ones that did not say that at all about you're not scary that were less likely to get scared, but the ones that were really put up a front to say that they weren't scared seemed to be very scared. <laughs> But uh, it was definitely uh, it was definitely good times. I, I got some pretty good scares out of that. And uh, I think the best time that I ever had at a haunted house, though, uh, was helping out a friend, uh, Will. Uh, him and his family used to do uh, a haunted house like every year. I, I haven't seen him in a long time. I, I imagine they probably still do. I mean, because they really got into it. I mean, they spent they had to spend quite a bit of money each year on doing their haunted house. And uh, they always had a lot of people going there because they people knew, like, hey, man, they got a great haunted house. Um, it's, it's huge. Um, <laughs> but uh, that one was really fun. Like, uh, the first year I did it, I think, was the best. Like, after the first year, I, I just uh, I got a real nice Kruger mask, and I just went as Freddy Krueger, and I just didn't get as many scares, and I didn't have that good of a place to, like, hide and interact in. The first year... Was uh, it was great because I didn't ever spend any money when I went in there, like for a costume or anything. But the way they had it all set up was uh, I I went in and there was a I was in the last room of the haunted house, and the way it set up there was uh, seven dummies that had a uh, a black cloak on, like the Grim Reapers type of cloak, and uh, their heads were oscillating fans, so their heads would move side to side. And then I dressed up just like the dummies. It helps too, you know, the fact that I don't have much of a brain much. Uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so I would stay in character for quite a while. What, even if people weren't in there, I would just try to time my head movements with the fans that were going near me. And then the children would come in and there was, there was some, old, uh, adults too coming through. But uh, I would wait, like, pretty much everybody knew that one of these was not a dummy and they were going to jump out and be scared at some point or try to scare them. Uh, so it wasn't like we were really pulling one over, but they, it was so funny to see, like, them look at each one and try to figure out which one was the real one. And uh, I would let them get, like, right in my face, and I would still just oscillate my head just like the fans <laughs> I would do this forever until they ch- that moment where they would just let their guard down 
and then I I jump out at them and just there was, was some really great reactions to that. And the the best reactions were like the the older uh, women that would come through that weren't weren't kids. Like they really lost their shit. I think a couple of them might have pissed their pants. <laughs> but that was that was definitely fun. I you know I I just get a lot of a lot of joy out of scaring people. <laughs> only on Halloween. I only do that on Halloween though. You know I don't, I don't want to get shot or anything. You you know yeah. Um. Another thing I've been really uh, getting into here lately, I've been watching a lot of videos on uh, gaming history. I found uh, several uh, YouTube uh, channels that uh, have some really good videos on the history of uh, video games. Um, like uh, one of them I've been watching is the Gamer Historian. Um, I do not recall his name offhand, or ga- yeah, Gaming Historian. Um, but, uh, and another, uh, good one is, uh, Gamerang, but, uh, I've learned some interesting things on the last week or so, I guess I've, uh, really been diving into this stuff, but, uh, I was watching one, uh, I believe it was by, uh, Gamerang and they were getting into, uh, the history of Donkey Kong, but, uh, maybe, maybe it was game gaming history or some historian but uh anyways the history on donkey kong and uh i did not realize that nintendo was formed uh in 1889 it was a i guess i never really watched anything on the history of nintendo and never really thought about it much i just figured they started out a uh a video game company or something along those lines but uh <laughs> obviously video games not around in 1889 at least uh, as far as i know but uh they actually started out uh in 1889 it was uh originally uh, they made handmade hanafuda playing cards which uh i believe that's just like uh we'll go with hanafuda the hanafuda playing cards they are uh, japanese of Japanese origin that are used to play a number of games. The name literally translates as flower cards. The name also refers to games played with those cards. So I get, yeah, I guess they just had all types of, uh, card games. I don't know how those games worked exactly, but, uh, and, uh, not only that, but I mean, they started out with those types of games. So, I mean, they sort of, I mean, they were a gaming company all, from the beginning, but, uh, by, uh, here on their Wikipedia page, it says by 1963, uh, they had tried several small niche, niche, uh, businesses such as cab services and love hotels. <laughs> That'd be crazy. N- the Nintendo love hotel. You want to, <laughs> what if they still have any of those? Maybe they have a uh, Mario room with, a some kind of, uh, mushroom vibrator. I'm not really sure. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, and apparently Nintendo, it's, uh, roughly translated, uh, from Japanese to English as leave luck to heaven. And, uh, there, I mean, there's just, uh, it's, I don't know, I find that really interesting. I've seen a lot of, uh, videos and Nintendo's got, I mean, such a, a lot of history there. There was, a. 
during the days of the video rental days when uh, games first uh, were started to be rented out, Nintendo was fighting it in the courts. Uh, they had, I believe, won in Japan to make it illegal to rent games. Um, I don't know how long that lasted. I, don't quote me on that. Uh, if I remember correctly, they did. But in the United States, that did not happen. And they uh, they had actually sued uh, Blockbuster. I th- well, I, th- I guess they probably sued several, tried to sue uh, several video game makers for uh, renting their games because they weren't making any royalties off uh, renting the games. However, uh, they had had lost in court saying that like, you know, that it was legal, um, to rent games. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, wouldn't allow, wouldn't sell directly to these video game rental places. So one thing they were able to do is, I mean, that for, all they ended up doing these video game rental places, they would just go to, to the store, Walmart, wherever, whoever was selling these games, then buy the stuff from there. And then Nintendo made it to where each store, would only sell a certain amount to each individual. We're only allowed to sell, you know, a couple of copies or something to one individual to try to <laughs> hamper that. Obviously, the video game rentals, like, one out in that, but uh, it's definitely some interesting stuff. The The Power Glove was another... I mean, that one, for me, was huge when I was a kid. I remember being so extremely excited the Power Glove for the original NES, uh, when that came out, I I bugged the shit out of my mother for a very long period of time so that uh, she would get me this Power Glove. And it was like, it was over $80 when that thing initially came out. But I remember the hype to that thing was just insane. Like the commercials, just, just it looked really cool. I think that was what really sold me on it. And the fact that uh, I was big into watching The Wonder Years and Fred Savage was in a, in the movie called The Wizard where uh, his little brother was a, a video game master. And uh, I guess he was considered the wizard. It's been a while since I've watched it. But uh, in the movie, they go over to some kid's house, I believe, is where they, they end up seeing this power glove. But the kid whips out the power glove as he's taking on Fred Savage's brother. And he gets his ass handed to him. But uh, <laughs> but it was like just an awe like, moment where uh, when he pulls it out, I was like, that thing is amazing. That is the future of gaming. And the idea behind it, I mean, if it would have worked like it it should have, I mean, it would have been amazing. I mean, the idea of it it was along the lines of, like, Wii, where you can interact with the game other than using the controller. You know, like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, you should be able to uh, punch uh, using your hand by putting this glove on, but... uh, the thing was, apparently, the original developer of the Power Glove, um, he had made a device, and I've forgotten what what they called the original glove, but it, it cost around $9,000 to make this uh, glove that he had, and apparently it worked really well. I mean, they would uh, use it with a computer and uh, could do all kinds of uh, great stuff, and it was really one of the first uh, virtual reality... Uh, devices where you could really interact with games and computers and so I mean it was ahead of its time and uh but when they brought the idea to Nintendo to like market a a device a controller like the power glove um 
they had to put it out like really fast. I don't remember what the window of time was, but uh <laughs> and to go from a $9,000 piece of equipment to an $80 one, obviously it's not going to be as good. And they had to find a way to make something that was cheap yet work well. <laughs> and they had a very short window of time to do it. And the the part that really screwed them too is not only did they have to develop this cheaper uh, glove, but they had to make it work with all of Nintendo's games that were currently out. And there was no games launched with the power glove that, uh, worked with a game that was designed for the power glove, no game that was designed for it. And, uh, that really hurt it. And I, I remember playing with this damn thing. I finally got it, the look of, and it, I was, I don't recall what year it came out, but I was still really young, but, I, I would use it. I would pretend I was like RoboCop and shit. I mean, it looked like RoboCop. It might be a RoboCop's hand, but it looked like that 80s futuristic <laughs> kind of look to it. And uh, we used to use it in, in playing a lot That wasn't when it wasn't hooked up to the Nintendo. However, when, uh, <laughs> when we would actually use the controller, I would uh, put it in, and it did not respond very well to, to moves like... Uh, like, it was okay, I guess, like with Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, but for most things, it was more of a pain in the ass. The sensors on the thing did not work very well. Uh, the, you had to have, I don't, there was like three or four different sensors. There were like two two bars with sensors on them that would Velcro together, and you'd just like slap it on your TV. It would hang off the TV, and then... they, they I think I had a lot of problems with it, like staying on the TV and uh, Velcro's and maybe not the greatest thing to, <laughs> to use, but, uh, it was more of a hassle to end up using the power glove. And one thing that it did have, it was the D pad and the regular controls on the side. And basically I would end up just using that on, <laughs> on the power glove if I bothered to play with it. But, uh, it was definitely, not a great device for that time, especially since they didn't have the games, but I mean, it definitely was huge with the whole like first ever like virtual reality thing. But because, because of the fact that, uh, they rushed it out, uh, to the stores so, so fast and didn't have any games developed for it. It really just killed the whole thing. And, uh, but now, now, uh, they've definitely VR is coming back. So it'll be interesting to see, if they ever do, if they put out another like power glove, I don't, I don't, as far as I know, there's no, uh, video game developer putting out any gloves. Obviously they've got like the, well, I mean, there probably is something along those lines, but, uh, I don't even know that you really need the glove anymore, but, uh, it's definitely, uh, not something I've really checked into a whole lot yet, but I, I would like to play it though. Uh, not something I really have the funds for these days. I mean, that shit is expensive. Uh, <clears throat> well, I've decided to do something uh, a little different uh, since I'm by myself here. Uh, I just got back from taking a short break there. Um, <laughs> I uh, 
I'm going to try to uh, watch some disgusting YouTube videos. I did a uh, Google search for uh, messed up videos. I ended up uh, clicking on some searches too for disgusting videos and uh, uh, happened uh, to go to uh, dailydot.com. They've got uh, grossest YouTube videos. And I figure maybe I'll watch some of these and just give some reactions. Why the hell not, huh? Um, this this first one they've got on here, uh, it is uh, how to perform a prostate exam. What they have here to say about it is uh, anything from the how-to basic channel would make the cut with the concept of laying eggs so you can lubricate your fist and yolk and ram it into a butt you cut in a stuffed horse. Yeesh. Um, here we go. So, how to perform a prostate exam. Let's, uh, just in case I might have to do this at some point. You never know when you might have to give somebody a prostate exam. It's really... Oh, it's a stuffed animal. Okay. A picture of a goat. Oh, they made the horse tail wag. Oh, who did this video? This, oh, what's with the, uh... Oh, he's fingering the butthole of this, uh... This horse here. Oh, I've seen this guy's... Okay. This isn't really all that... He is fisting it with a uh, rubber glove. Um, <laughs> I don't find this one all that shocking. He's uh, a... How-to basic. I guess I've seen his stuff before. He is fisting a stuffed animal with uh, raw eggs in there. Look like he puking. Now he's sticking his foot in. Yeah, I'm not really gonna get grossed out by that. That's kind of a letdown. Um, that's sad. Let's uh, pulling off a dead toenail. I don't think that's gonna bother me too much. I've pulled off plenty of dead toenails. Um, let's see here. Ooh, this is interesting. Teletubbies. V4C. Alarming in its own right, but greatly enhanced by a sample from another gross YouTube video classic in which Auntie Angel reveals her technique for grapefruit-assisted fellatio. I don't exactly know how you uh, use grapefruit to help you give you head, give head, but uh, I guess I'm about to find out. Let's uh, see how this one works out. There's Teletubbies, and it's like a vacuum, and it's blowing something out of it. No, it's basically a tubby getting head from a vacuum. It's a great sound. There's uh, (laughs) a... I'm afraid I uh, don't know the names of the Teletubbies. It's the red one. (laughs) I guess it's red. It's a really shitty quality video. It's hard to tell. Uh, That was not much of anything. Kind of let down by this site so far. Hoping for some real fucked up shit. This one's called the poop. Maybe the, and then some kind of Arabic word next to it. Don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, and it says, It's unclear whom this was meant for or whether they were ever the same after watching it. It looks to be a cartoon. The screenshot I'm getting here is a uh, what appears to be a butthole with a stream of shit coming out of it, uh, hanging from, uh, I guess, a, a tower, a c- castle tower, something along those lines. Yellow brick. Okay, there's basketball players pooping poop into each other's butts that it's like bouncing going to each other's butts just various buttholes shitting now they're shitting on each other's faces choco butt brownie another butt like a oh man 
Dude just... Wow. Pressed a button to... It was like an ice cream thing where, uh... Shit just came out of a butt like an ice cream machine that... He then ate. And this is, uh... I, well, I do not know what's going on here. This is... This is just confusing. It's just a lot of shit. <laughs> Cartoons. Cartoons, by the way. I already did mention that, but... Oh, a dude shit... Wow, he's making art. He's an artist, and he shit into a fan, and then blew the f- shit onto the onto the canvas. Now a guy hung himself, and he I'm g- oh he he's shitting into a toilet though. He did. It's almost like the fecal assist swing. He he smiled and gave the thumbs up after shitting after hanging himself. That's nice. Okay, I think I get the idea. It's just a bunch of people shitting, basically. Almost six minutes worth of it. <laughs> It's a definitely a strange. Some of these videos are not around anymore. Dog cheese square pants, apparently not around. Or at least on this page, the, the links are no longer any good. Um, ooh, how it's made hot dogs. Yeah, I've seen that before. Let's see. Spore creature dick butt. Hmm. It's got the dick on its butt. I, I kind of get that, but uh, damn. I was really hoping to have a little bit more freaked out. I I mean, I'm pretty desensitized these days, but none of those were, I would consider all really disgusting. I mean, cartoon poop, not really going to make me uh, puke or anything of that. Or any kind of disgust, rather. Um, Oh, maybe I should just watch a cyst video. Hmm. They got uh, liveleak.com here. It's uh, from 2013. It says, most disgu- disgusting video on the net, full stop. Perhaps I'll click on that. Maybe maybe this will turn my stomach, but it, it's highly unlikely. They get, First uh, click on it, says, there's a just a page with a warning. It says, warning, item, most disgusting video on the net, full stop, might contain content that is not suitable for all ages. By clicking on continue, you can continue, you confirm you are 18 years and over. So, wouldn't it be or over, not and? Anyway. All right, so this one's popping assist. Wow, that thing is huge. It looks like a mass, it looks like a boob. The cyst is so big. There is a, I can't tell if that's like his stomach or, that thing, wow, they're popping it. I mean, it is just, it's like watching cum kind of out of I mean, this is like, or like a milking a cow. It does look kind of like an udder. And did it? Jesus, dude, it's like paste coming out of there. This thing is. I'm not getting sick to my stomach though. But I wonder what it smells like. Oh, it's his back. <laughs> Man, how? That has to hurt like hell when you get something like that, that big. Ooh, now blood's coming out. I mean, they just keep squeezing this thing, and there's got to be like several cups full of, of pus in there. Oh, that's fantastic. It looks like squeezing a tube of toothpaste, and uh, it's very like creamy. Oh, 
Oh, things like now it's just like a empty sack almost. Like, that is a lot of like skin just hanging there. Like that thing is huge. Not really disgusted, strangely though. I mean, I've popped a few, nothing anywhere remotely that size. The worst, like I guess, zit or whitehead that I've ever had was inside my ear. I couldn't tell how big it was, but I imagine it wasn't very big. Oh wow, man, that is. She's been squeezing this thing out for two minutes now, and there's still more pus inside that thing. There's st- wow, holy hell! They just like pan to the side, and there's still I, this thing's still got to be at least a B cup. <laughs> oh, this is. Cysts are disgusting, man. Ugh. Alright, I think I get the gist of this. Although, I guess I'll skip ahead just to see how it ends. Like, like what the last little bit looks like. Pretty damn disgusting. Meh. Guess I've seen way too many cyst videos. Did you put dirty grass in there? That's just not right. Well, let's see the aftermath. I, I hope they p- give a shot of like. Okay. Well, that was kind of a letdown, but I mean, that was definitely a big. Maybe I should just go to a disturbing video. And I, I'm almost afraid, though, I'm going to end up walk, coming across some goddamn snuff film. That'll fuck me up. Um, <laughs> just hearing the audio from uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I had uh, heard the audio from uh, three, was it Three Guys, One Hammer or whatever? That was bad enough. Um, uh, that truly disturbing video. It's uh, trulydisturbing.com. They've got, um, let's see here. <laughs> Most of these have been letdowns, though. I don't know if this is really going to disturb me or not. Oh, this sounds, uh, <laughs> this sounds interesting here. Uh, again, uh, trulydisturbing.com. This one, uh, it says, truly disturbing headline, news anchor eats cat vomit live on national TV. Uh, again, from 2013. Um. Weatherman at Hartford CBS affiliate WFSB discovered to his horror what happens when you ignore the three-second rule when he's shoveled his own cat's vomit into his mouth live on air Wednesday morning. Um, do they have the video? Gotta let, let this thing load up here. They better have a fucking video on this. So far, I'm, man, I'm just seeing screenshots. This thing is... Uh, Really? They're not going to get... Oh, here we go. We, we we have video. Let's see if it loads up. This webpage is being a little uh, bit of a pain in the ass here. I don't think it's... Uh, shit. Well, that's kind of a letdown. I don't get to see the, uh, <laughs> the weatherman uh, eat his cat's vomit. I mean, 
I'm just not going to be truly satisfied tonight. How am I going to get to sleep knowing that I missed this video? Yeah, it's not uh, something wrong with that link. All right, well, okay, that one's a no-go. Disturbing video, Harlem Shake stunt goes horribly wrong. That does not sound all that great. Really, it, uh, most of these seem pretty shitty. All right. I don't think this website's going to help me out too much. It's kind of let down. It's I guess it's fucked up because I know about these snuff films and everything that <laughs> it take it's it's going to take something really horrific for me to be I guess uh no this this site's not going to be any good. Um take some really horrible shit for me to get disgusted or disturbed. Let's see here. The most... In, no. Let's see here. Uh, no, I don't want to see... Uh, supporters beat woman. That doesn't sound great. I don't want to see a woman get beat. It won't disturb me. It'll just anger me. Okay. Oh, no. Shit. Let's see here. Okay, this one's going to have some really fucked up shit. Or at least they're talking about it. This is off... Uh, it's a conversation on Reddit. So, no, oh, no. <laughs> wow, they uh, okay. They have some links to some horrible shit. Let's see. Uh, Angry Sandwich says, "Well, at first it was the Bud Wire suicide. That doesn't sound great. Then it was three guys, one hammer. But what got to me more was probably the video of nine eleven filmed by college girls in a building across the towers. Okay, I can't watch that. That will fuck me up." Maybe this was a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, now they're talking about the beheading videos and stuff. That, okay, this is, I'm going down a bad wormhole now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's mainly like fun. It's either really stupid, cheesy shit or just really horrible deaths. And, uh,. Ooh, man, there's a disturbing video showing a teen setting themselves on fire. That's really... I... That... <laughs> uh, you know, maybe that definitely not a great... The greatest idea ever in the world. So, uh... Let's just, uh, refocus ourselves here. Uh, the joy of talking to myself. It's definitely hard to, uh, keep a conversation going when there's dead air if I just shut my mouth. It's nice uh, having someone else to rely on for uh, conversations. Uh, let's. I'm gonna check out some uh, conversations we had on the uh, Slapbox uh, Messenger just to see if I missed something here within the last week or so. Um, I know I did. Uh, I did watch a video earlier, uh, a pretty funny video. I'm not really sure who who did this one, but they have a uh, Kylo Ren reacting to. Uh, the Rogue One trailer, it's definitely, it's it's pretty funny. Like, they uh, cut together some shots really well. They cut together shots from The Force Awakens, of course, and uh, and then uh, had him review Rogue One. I think he wants to see it. He seems pretty excited. <laughs> Although he did destroy the place with his lightsaber afterwards. So it's kind of not totally sure. Let's see. Uh, let's 
Muffin Man had put one up the other day, uh, a link to a woman caught having sex with a model dinosaur at Playground. I believe this is in the United Kingdom. Um, I don't know if it's Britain or this damn thing would load up. That's always a great thing, you know. Maybe I should have real well, obviously, I should always uh, work at preparing myself a little bit better, especially if I'm going to be talking just by myself. But, uh... <laughs> okay, this is, uh... This article here says, Woman caught having sex with model dinosaur at playground. Warning graphic images. And she's wearing, like, a leopard print. It's like, uh... <sighs> oh, wow, a sleeveless top with, uh... I guess she's wearing a skirt, but it's pulled up. Um, says, Cops investigating shocking images of a woman performing a sex act on a dinosaur model at a kid's park have uh, identified a su- suspect. The the explicit image, described as an all-time low, shows the woman naked from the waist down straddling the T-Rex model in Exmouth, United Kingdom, last week. The model of a baby T-Rex is an egg, is uh, part of the Exmouth Dino Trail in Devon. Uh, Sergeant Richard Stonecliffe from Exmouth Police said, We are still continuing our investigations, and we have now identified the woman in the photographs who we'll be speaking to. Officers are yet to charge anyone related to the horrific images. Uh, East Devon District Council have deep clean, cleaned. That's good to know that they went deep in cleaning this dinosaur uh, statue with a strong disinfectant. doesn't re- really say what disinfectant. Uh, hopefully it was something with a really high content of acid and maybe at least bleach the fucker, you know? Uh, spokesman for the authority told the Express and Echo, which uh, I guess is who put this article out. Not 100% sure on that, but uh, we are shocked and dismayed at this appalling act of gross indecency. To one of the dinosaur models in the dinosaur trail, organized and installed by Exmouth Town Council in collaboration with Exmouth. Yeah, yeah. But So, yeah. So this woman is fucking a uh, dinosaur egg. I don't, I don't really see a good and the the image on here is not the greatest. It's uh the photo is credited by the Daily Sun dot UK, um, but uh, it looks like a an egg, like a dinosaur egg, and it looks like it's painted with a a dinosaur on it. I don't think it's like a the dinosaur parts like three D. I think it's just like the egg shape with a dinosaur painted on it. The eggs like painted uh, cracked open. Um, it's kind of hard to tell what she's doing. They have the, uh, you, you, you get the shot from behind. <laughs> this is daytime, obviously, when the the uh, trail was open to the public. Um, <laughs> she looks to be an older female. She's got short hair. She's, uh, I'm going to guess, in her 50s. Can't really tell. Um, she <laughs> but she's uh, she's wearing heels as she's squatting over this dinosaur egg and appears to be rubbing her muff uh, on the uh, dinosaur's face as uh, getting some oral from this uh this ancient uh reptile um I wonder what their tongues would feel like uh <laughs> it, it it's not an attractive picture by any stretch of the imagination I mean it looks like she's about to like squat down to take a shit. I mean, it just looks uncomfortable too, like how her legs are and stuff. But uh yeah, I can't imagine going through 
going to like the science center or something like that, and then seeing some lady just decide, hey, I'm gonna fuck that. That uh, makes me think of the uh, new law that I, uh, the Italians passed that they they made it not illegal. Or there's no no. It's not that it's not illegal. It's that you won't serve any jail time for masturbating in public. You still receive a fine, which is a really hefty fine. But apparently, you won't see any jail time, which is fucked up. I've seen you know plenty of videos. I don't know plenty. I've seen a couple videos on the internet where people just start jerking off in public, which is a little fucked up. Look, I'm all for jerking off, but I tend to do that in closed doors. I uh, don't like. Uh, I have had sex out in public. That seemed, you know, that's kind of a rush. But jerking off, like I, I, I don't want anybody to really dis- to witness me doing that in public, much less to do it. Like that's just kind of fucked up. But uh, I definitely wouldn't fuck a dinosaur in a <laughs> in a kid's like park. I'm I don't know how the UK laws are about uh, sex offenders or anything, but I would imagine that. Uh, since there were children around and such that uh, she would, if the rule uh, laws are anything like the United States, then she should probably not be allowed near like elementary schools and such after this. I am curious to wonder, I I wonder how much like jail time or anything she's going to be sentenced for that. Ugh. Now I've just, it's gotten in my head. Like I wonder what that horrible smell is coming from that dinosaur egg now. Just makes me ugh. Ex- it's the smell of extinction. It's got to be what it smells like. Uh, good times though. Good times. I don't recall. I was just thinking. I I don't recall there being any ever being anything too outrageous. Seeing anything when I was a child, like going to the zoo or any like children's exhibits. I know my uh, the Shelley he had went on a uh, field trip to uh, the Arch at one time uh, as a as a child. We were in elementary school still, I believe, and uh, <laughs> they were going up some stairs. At, at, I guess at the Arch, um, some guy had some like I guess uh, running shorts on, and his junk plopped out in front of all the kids. Like that had to be that had to be something. Something you don't uh <laughs> you don't get out of your brain. But uh I haven't had a whole lot of that, uh at least as a child. I mean as an adult, yeah, sure I may have seen some things. But uh not not at uh at kids parks. I remember when I found out though, of course you could drink beer at the zoo, I was like, Wow, like that I I never even occurred to me to to get a beer at the zoo but and knowing that it's almost surprising that i haven't seen more fucked up shit like say at the zoo <laughs> those drunk people hey they tend to do more stupid shit although i've ne- i've never seen any real drunk person at the zoo i would hopefully that they would 86 people real quickly at the zoo but again you know i don't know if uh, people are going to come back and and uh pay for booze why not give them more booze right as long as they're not going to drive home and kill somebody which is another reason why I never ended up becoming an actual bartender. I did, of course, take a a week-long uh, bartending course, and it really did freak me out knowing that like, if somebody did leave, if I gave somebody alcohol, they left, got into a wreck, killed somebody, 
that I could get sued. Not only the bar that you work for, but you yourself as a bartender could get sued if if this happens and you serve this person alcohol. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. And then I also realized, too, it was like, wow, I do not like being around drunk people when I'm sober. It's all right so much when you are also drunk. But being sober, drunk people really tend to annoy me. Some people can be pretty entertaining, but uh, for the most part, I try to avoid drunk people while sober. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I know that there was a point when uh, I was drinking a lot. I hit that point where I know realized that, oh, holy shit, I'm really annoying. <laughs> it's not good when you know that you're being annoying and you're drunk. And it, it's a horrible thing. Like, when I've got... Um, it doesn't take a whole lot for me to get drunk these days. Like, I I haven't been, like, really drunk, but I just have a couple of beers and I realize, like, okay, I'm being fucking annoying now. So, and then you can't stop it. It's like the booze. Like, no, fuck this. But, uh, so yeah, the, however, though, that wouldn't really stop me so much if knowing that I'm annoying people than being drunk, the part that really, really stopped me from uh, drinking a lot, uh, oh, hold on, Muffin Man is calling it. Hello. What up? I'm, uh, doing the show. Now you still by yourself? Yep. <laughs> awesome. Almost done. <laughs> oh, well, glad I can make it in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, uh, I'll be out of here in about an hour. Yeah? No. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> what time did you so, go uh, in today? Huh? What time did you go in today? I first came in at 827. Oh, wow. And then I left at like one thirty. And then I got back at like two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking at about eleven hours of labor or something like that today? Yeah. I've worked about two twelve hours. Yeah. Last two days. Good times. That's that's fun. <laughs> yeah. So what you talking about tonight on the show? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I talked about going to see Young Frankenstein with uh, Toddy, and uh, nice, yeah, nice. So did was, you get a hold of anybody? Uh, got a hold of Shelly while I was driving over here, and then uh, when I went to go do the show, he wouldn't answer. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. what did he say? Not much. He was just like, "Oh, when are you doing?" And then, like, "Okay, I'll get a hold of you." Then. And like, and then that was it. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, yeah. I tried to get a hold of several people. I tried uh, Trebejo's working, so. Like he was out, and like uh, Dustin really wants to do the show, but he's got to work too. So, yeah, that was a no go. I could have tried Todd. He might have, if he wasn't working, he might have done it. But nice. It was like I was just like I'm, I'm doing it myself, going solo. But uh, I did take a pause there about halfway through, uh, so I could blow my nose and rethink th- things through. And then I I tried to watch some videos. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to find some disturbing videos, and uh, so I could have some good reactions to it. And most of the stuff uh, at the beginning, I was finding stuff that was just cheesy, and then, no. and then it's either you find stuff that's cheesy that's not disturbing or disgusting at all, and then, uh, then you start going across the videos that are like of people dying and stuff, and it's like, okay, I don't, I, I didn't really feel like going down that, no, that dark tunnel tonight. <laughs> 
wonderful. But I also talked about uh, last night. It was uh, Marcellus's birthday, and uh, they had the haunted <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, I noticed. Him. I saw a bunch of kids out there playing with lights and shit. We had. Uh, I, I was a Nazi zombie. <laughs> nice. And so did uh, Shelly give any any indication what he's up to or if he's coming nope. back ever? <laughs> nope. I mean, it was a very short conversation. It was, hey, what's up? Then boom, like, uh, what time you going? Boom. And then, yep, that was it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got I got nothing for you there, buddy. But awesome. uh, but yeah, I was a Nazi zombie last night. <laughs> Nazi zombies. Sweet. Well, I won't have to come in tomorrow, at least. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So you can stay home and jerk off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. You probably got I some got loads built up. I imagine you haven't jerked off as much with working, or no, have you still gotten I, it I in? still jerk off. That's good, because I know yeah. if I go too long without jerking off, then my brain's not right. I'm just not in a good mood. Just things aren't, yep. aren't great. I feel you. I feel oh, you. You know what? Goldie was there last night and she was uh, saying that you keep asking her about anal and bringing up anal a lot. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be a favorite Not like every single day. That was yeah. like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, she said you were giving her crap one day because uh, she won't suck toes, but she'll do anal. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like because you'll let somebody stick their dick in their ass. Like you should then... Lick toes? Like, do you have a toe fetish, or is there, like, is? I think no, you may no, have brought I it up before. Like, getting your toes licked. To her, I was just bullshitting around with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Aggravating. <laughs> you you said before though you had your toes licked. I think. Yeah, I've sucked yeah. some toes and had my you toes have, sucked. Do you? I I don't want to suck a toe, but like, uh, how'd that go maybe for you? Why, maybe next time I see Christine's boyfriend across the street, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> she suck your you toes guys too. Into the toe sucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> she suck these bad boys. Mm. Mm. Uh, man, I don't think I could let somebody suck my toes, especially nowadays. I mean, my toes are fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like black, the toenails are coming off, and like I'd feel bad. Like, and I wouldn't want to kiss the person afterwards. I mean, like, ugh. No shit. Like, <laughs> just smelling my. Sh- Socks as I pull off my shoes is bad enough. I can't imagine sticking it in my mouth. Yeah, no shit. Although maybe it'll be pretty tasty if I went with more of a, a flavored Vaseline because I do lube them up before I go run. So maybe if I could just get some some edible or not, well, I guess some kind of <laughs> va- flavored Vaseline. I, I imagine they make something of that nature. There you go. It's been a while since I've been to an adult uh, porn sh- store or whatever, adult store, porn shop, whatever. Uh, no. I'm sure they've got something along those lines. Flavored lube. All right, man. Well, I'm going to have to let you go and get this shit done. All right, man. You do All right, that. dude. Peace out. All right, peace. All right. So I guess I technically wasn't completely by myself tonight. I did get the Muffin Man there uh, briefly. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I did manage to survive. Uh, I feel like it was a fail with the whole videos thing. I really... If I'm going to do something like that, but it's, you know, kind of see the videos before, or at least have somebody I know that can verify to watch a video uh, and see it before me, because it'd be best to get my initial reaction, uh, like, on the audio, I would imagine, but uh, I want to make sure I have a good video, and 
I do have some lines I want to cross. I don't want to watch some fucked up videos where people die or whatever. That'll, that'll, uh, I've seen those videos, some of those videos before, and I, I don't really care to see that again. But, uh, two girls, one cup, dude, uh, yeah, initially that, that video did disgust me, but, uh, I've seen it, I don't know how many times now. Now it's just another, it's been a long time though. Maybe it'll disgust me now, but, uh, I can, I can watch it without, uh, puking. Although I've never been one to puke while watching videos. Uh, well, <laughs> I think we're good here. Um, oh, you know, one thing I did, I didn't bring up, uh, a, fun, a little fun, interesting thing. Uh, I've been having problems with uh, plantar fasciitis uh, in my my right foot. Now, most of the time, it, it uh, like on the weekends, it's not a huge problem. Like it, it affects me in the mornings. It hurts more than like when I first get up. But uh, like it really is a bitch during the week when I'm at work. I, I work in a factory and stand on a concrete floor for you know eight to ten hours a day. Um, it really bugs me at work. Part of that is probably due to the shoes I've been wearing. I wear like Doc Martens that I've had for years uh, when I'm there. That's probably a good reason why it uh, aggravates me more there. But I think it's just the standing on the concrete floor for a long time that really messes it up. But I found something that uh, it appears to uh, work pretty well. I, I don't remember if I started this like last week. I might have mentioned something about it. Uh, or no. No, I, th- I think it was this week I started to do this. But uh there's the uh, shoes, uh, Vibram shoes, that uh, have uh, the toes are separate on the shoe. So instead of having a toe box where uh, it's all one piece where your toes are crammed in it, pushed together, <laughs> the Vibrams actually separate the toes. So it's like uh, wearing, like your normal shoe would be like uh, wearing a mitten and then uh, as opposed to wearing a glove where the... Uh, the Vibrams tend to be more like a glove with the individual toes. Um, but so it, it keeps your toes separate and, uh, uh, I've never tried them and you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I think about $120. They have several different, uh, uh, pairs, different lines of the Vibrams, but, uh, and there's not a whole lot of places around here that sell them. And I, and I want to try them on, uh, to make sure I got the right size and stuff. Imagine that it'd be a real bitch. But anyway, um, I've heard it helps a lot for, uh, when you're running to get these Vibrams that'll help you, uh, build up strength in your feet. And it tends to be more like, uh, running barefoot because, uh, a lot of shoes nowadays, the way they have the cushion and set up and everything, I mean, it's just unlike, uh, your form gets really messed up, but when you run barefoot or you, you've got these Vibrams, uh, you go more towards a, a natural form when you're running or walking. And, uh, it, it supposedly it's a lot better for, uh, your muscles and can help, uh, deal with injuries like uh, plantar fasciitis and stuff. But with that, that idea in mind, I came up with, uh, and I realized too, also while I was running, I noticed that on my right foot, my, uh, my toes, uh, minus the big toe, the, um, the, the other four toes were, uh, crunched up together and it seemed like all the pressure was built up to one area 
and really hitting that fascia right there in that one spot because my toes were pushed together and I wasn't separating them enough. And uh, to counteract that, I, I decided to, to do something a little crazy. I uh, started taking uh, toilet paper, and I would uh, rip up uh, four sheets. I would go with four sheets of uh, toilet paper. Now, if you go with the really thin stuff, you might have to use a, a couple more squares. But it was like basically one square of toe, or in between the toes. And I would uh, fold them up, and then I'd cram them in between my toes so that my toes stay spread out. And then I put the sock over my sh- my my foot, and then the shoe over that to keep the, and it keeps the toilet paper from exiting from my toes. And so I got the spacers in there, and that it seems to help. Although it, is, it has uh, caused pressure in other areas of my leg, it is at times it feels like there's more pressure on like some of my shin and stuff. I think it's just because I wasn't used to it. It seems to be getting better now, but. Uh, it definitely seems like uh, when I when I did that, the toes are forced spread out. That my the way my foot is after that, that uh, the pressure when I uh, make contact with the ground is spread out more. Instead of uh, when my toes were uh, pushed together, that uh, when when that occurred, that all that the pressure was in a smaller area right on that fascia. But with the toes spread out, it seems like the pressure is more. Uh, all over the foot when I when I strike, and it seems like it's helping. And now I can't say that I'm completely 100% pain free. I've been dealing with pain from this for at least like nine months. Um, but and it's been worse at times and better, but it's, it hasn't gone away in the, in that uh, that time frame. But it, it does seem like it's helped a lot. Um, uh, <laughs> it is weird, but uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it won't end up helping. I've had other things that ended up helping, but I just thought that'd be an interesting tidbit. I know people that don't even run that uh, have had po- problems with uh, plantar fasciitis, but uh, and I am no no doctor. I <laughs> this could cause you more problems than it could help. I I have no idea. I just know that for me, at least in this last week, that it is uh, strangely helped. Um, but other than that, uh, I, I guess uh, guess I'm uh, a lot of shit. Um, Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, As always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.